0: Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to Beyond Small Talk. Hi, how's it going on this Thursday afternoon, four o'clock, Eastern Standard Time, great day in New York City. Hello, hi everyone, my name is Jackie Janik, and I am a women's empowerment coach, helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. How is everyone doing today? You are watching Beyond Small Talk a place for phenomenal women to go beyond the daily chit chat and bs to get real raw and radical about legit topics we actually care about real women real conversation elevating womankind one talk at a time and i'm so excited to have a dear beautiful friend of mine her name is pamela delgado and her handle is so cute a at hey pam d So, so happy to have her today. She is the founder of a women's empowerment line called Rolly Bold. And this is one of her t-shirts. It says Dare to Dream. She's a community builder and digital marketer mom of two boys and wife residing on the upper west side and today our topic is called ally and the family so we're going to invite her right now she's here and let- waiting waiting for pamela hey hi how are you how are you
1: I'm good. I mean, as good as I can be. I'm alive,
0: healthy. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Can it's you hear me, me like while I'm having... I can. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. It's a... Yep. Okay. It, it was just a little low and I just didn't want, oops, any audio issues. Your hair looks great. I saw you on talking about the curly hair girls day.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> usually, I don't know. I To me, I just feel prettier straightened. I've always had uh-huh. my curls, um, but I'm learning to embrace them, and yeah, uh, and it's just easier.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're busy. You're a mom, like rolly Bold. I announced you're a digital marketer, a community builder. Um, today, I posted about you. I saw that you saw, and I'm just so grateful. Thank you for Oh, that we met and that like, you know, it was the time where I was like, you had more confidence in me than me. And I was like, that's so sweet of somebody who doesn't even really know me. (laughs) So thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, So today on Beyond Small Talk, we're talking about Ally and the family. You know, I'm sure we're all aware of lots of conversations going on in the world and sometimes they are hard and challenging and I know we had a and I see what you post in a bit of behind the converse uh behind the scenes conversation but you know talking to your loved ones and your family while I mean for me I'm always like thinking we're all aligned and all on the same page and we all have the same values and beliefs and then you realize holy crap we don't (laughs) So I wanted to get a bit into that with you, but first, I'm sorry. I should have said, would you like to share uh, who you are, what you do, and anything um, like that?
1: You introduce me. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I don't want to forget. See you wearing Dare no, to Dream. Not, not no, I
1: appreciate it. Um, I appreciate all the support. I think. I think it all ties in with this conversation, though. I think. Um, part of Raleigh Bold is to be authentic in who we are and to be kind and to be fearless. And I think more than ever, we have to be fearless now because they've just sort of had control of everybody's lives, you know, and sort of manipulated how we live. And enough is enough.
0: For sure. And uh, let's start like with your, where I was so curious because similar, some different beliefs in my family. How have you been opening and starting the conversation and what kind of feedback or uh, what are you getting? Like, what's the whole feeling amongst the family? And I, I believe this is your extended like your mom, dad, cousins, not like your little, uh, your children. And yeah, Yeah,
1: the four of us at home were all on the same page.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but all my family is in California for the most part. so. I don't have to engage with them daily and I don't engage with them daily. Um, At the beginning of the month though, we are in a family group message. So certain comments have been said that literally make my blood boil. And I Mm. literally am like, if I were to be a cartoon, I'd be red with fumes coming out of my ears. Um, But I've always known that there was some racism in the family we always we grew up and well I grew up in a Latin household and there was always comments in dating black men um, certain comments like why don't you see the light and why does why does he have to be black why don't you date like somebody from a different race or you know certain comments like that but it was usually more in um, who we're dating. Um, mm-hmm. However, I thought it was just like who we date. But then when this conversation started at the beginning of the month, I noticed that it, these comments also came from family members that I didn't expect it to. And mm. so in moving, not only did have I seen my family's true colors and, have, and see them in a different light because now I've created my own life and before I sort of looked up to them, um, but now that I see how they've lived their lives and see the decisions they make and see their points of view, it just makes me like completely take a step back and even though they're family, um, I can respect them but I don't have to now that I'm an adult, I don't have to do the things that they want me to do or live my life the way they want me to live my life. And I'm certainly not gonna raise my kids the way they want me to because I don't want them to end up that way
0: okay how did it feel when you first like either realized that it goes deeper than dating um I mean I'm I'm quite older than you and when my husband is black and when I first started dating I literally kept it a secret from my entire family well not that's not true not my entire my sister and my cousins knew and you know people around my age but my parents my grandparents for a considerable time I'm talking like at least five, minimum five years, and then started, uh, my cousins were really um, integral of helping me talk to my dad, and my mom, and my grandparents, and I remember my grandmother saying to me one day, because I never had a boy around, right, because I was dating a black guy, and and she said to me, "Um, are you gay, and I said, no, he's just black. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, Does it, like where do you go with that? Like, what, what do you do? So, but it was really, um, it was heartbreaking because I just admired her. And we had a lot of nice conversations after that. And at least that worked. But in the beginning I felt like I was hurt, to be honest. I was hurt by their points of views. Have you, did you feel any of that? Or were you just like, how did you feel?
1: Um, it was very disappointing because I held my family and my aunts, and particularly, to a very high standard. Um, I get a lot of my drive and determination from them. So, um, it, um, it, does it hurts, seem, right? <laughs> like, oh, like, I viewed you here, but you're actually not that. Um, I'm not sure where the shift happened or... Mm-hmm because they've dated black men. So um, I'm not, honestly, I don't know where it comes from. And we haven't really dove deep because I'm so persistent with it. And I'm like, no, you're wrong or no, it's this. And here's why, and here's the facts. They shut down and, or they're like, take me off of this chat message or we don't wanna talk about this anymore. Or let's just not have these conversations anymore. And my mom, who's actually arriving to New York tomorrow and staying with me for a month, even before wow. she came, she said, what if we don't have this, or can we not have these conversations when I'm there so we can have a good time? Because she already knows where we all stand. Mm-hmm. And my sister included. Like, we are going to have these conversations and we're going to tell you that you're wrong. I'm not a child anymore. And I've never really stood up to my mom in a sense like you're wrong blah 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 i sort of like this is just how you are and i'll deal with you when i have to deal with you in a certain way we have a very creative relationship we're not like the closest Mm -hmm. so um it's going to be very interesting because my husband
0: Oh, no. I think we lost her. Oh, hold on. She's coming right back. Sorry, guys. One second. Waiting, waiting. Okay, you're back.
1: Sorry. Well, I
0: don't know what happened. That was crazy. I was like, did something happen in New York? No. <laughs>
1: I'm like, it hasn't been an hour. You no. Get- <laughs> God you out after an hour. But um, no, we're always staying on top of what's going on, and we live in a small New York City apartment, so it's going to be very interesting.
0: Yeah, tight quarters, for sure, is opportunities to open up conversations. I mean, how long can she hide in the bathroom or something like that? It's like, and it's your mom. I mean, you said like you've had an a interesting, would you call it, relationship?
1: Yeah, she also works for LAPD and drank the Kool-Aid, so...
0: Uh, okay. So yeah, so that's, yeah. And, uh, similar, my mom's quite old. <laughs> I go her the old lady. She's 77 and has very old school mindsets. And sometimes I we have conversations but then I think am I wasting my time here like it, mm-hmm. is it ever going to change and my husband's like she's never going to change and I was like but I don't know so I'm kind of torn do you ever feel like where you're where should you put your energy are you trying to yeah where does it feel like it's useful to put your energy with certain people or I don't, I don't know what to do about that at the moment
1: um i don't know what to do about it either because we're so distant i mean we live cross country and uh-huh. i'm hardly in la um i think i would probably feel more pressure and having to deal with it if my kids had to be around them 24 7 because mm. i wouldn't want them to influence them and although my kids are not the darkest they're black they're half black um so I just wouldn't want them to instill any of their negativity or yeah. negative beliefs onto them. Mm-hmm. So since we're not close, I don't know, I'm not in a rush to like get it out of them or like try to dig deep, I don't know. Maybe it's me like avoiding it, um, mm-hmm. but their beliefs right now don't affect me because I'm not around them and- yeah they're not it's interesting because they're not like advocates and passionate in what's going on as I am. So I feel like their beliefs are in their own bubble and isn't going to affect anybody else but them.
0: Mm. Yeah, I see. However,
1: they will definitely benefit once all these changes and new laws take effect. They're going to be loving it. So we'll see what happens.
0: (laughs) <laughs> then no, will owe you a big pet thank you told you so you know it's like uh. um has it trickled because you said besides outside your mom like your cousins I know your sister and you are you know very aligned my sister and I are 100 percent aligned and my cousin so it feels good but you know sometimes I feel like I consider my friends um people I've grown up with, they're like my sisters. Like we've been attached for a really long time and kind of feel like an outsider on some of these topics. And it's, um, after having these conversations, how do you feel? Sometimes I feel completely another drained and it sits with me for a while. Like, I don't know how to move that conversation. Have you experienced like after having this big conversation, what do you feel like and how do you take care of yourself?
1: It is exhausting. i Pride. I've had to, I like to work out and go for a run. Um, anything that brings me joy. I'll sometimes when the kids go to bed, I'll put music on and just dance around my living room. Obviously I'll have a drink, but that doesn't like solve anything. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel good. So I sort of have to like literally release the energy with like movement or some crazy intense workout to where I feel like I literally left all the anger doing that. Um, And I haven't had this conversation with a lot of my family members, again, because nobody wants to have this conversation. Um, Yesterday it was interesting because we have a bigger group chat with like my cousins and uncles and everybody in California are talking about how the numbers are rising and a family member said, Yes, they're rising because of the protests, because nobody's wearing masks. And I'm like, Clearly, you haven't seen it because everybody is wearing masks. What? How about those people in Newport Beach who are protesting about not being able to get a haircut who are not wearing masks? So mm-hmm, that's nothing mm-hmm. to do with the protesters. And of course, nobody in the group chat said anything because it makes them feel uncomfortable
0: because they're mm-hmm. wrong. I think that's my one of my biggest realizations during this time. It's not that I didn't believe. I just wasn't a loud voice. You know? Yeah. Like, I have to admit, I wasn't... Um, like, I might not have would have commented, like being like, no, you're wrong. Like, that's not true. Because yeah, somebody, one of my friends did say to me, because she's concerned about it coming back to New York and the rise and whatever. And she's like, well, we'll see more after the protest. I was like, why? I was at a protest and everybody. i the
1: bars then the protests yes. Because we're, everyone's wearing masks and safe. But everybody is, like, at the bars, all crowded in front of the bars and restaurants
0: exactly and I just think it's like you know the media and their narrative around it and I was like if you went to one I was blown away and I know that you've been to um, here in Long Island City what an like the coordinator whoever put this together and thank you for setting me up on justice for George so I can see everything going on like and sanitizer a nurse was walking around with a sign and had a backpack full of stuff uh, masks there was ice cream for kids I said, who's thinking like the real people fighting for justice is not what's being portrayed all the time on the media or what you see or what you decide to listen to and believe? Like, you just want to believe this is called. Uh, my neighbor is like, oh, all these racial riots and all the COVID's going to go up. I was like, first of all, there's not, ra- this is protest for people's rights.
1: If that was the case, and the like, in New York would have skyrocketed because people have been protesting since the beginning of the month.
0: But right. that, that you know, and then that leads to other questions like it, then masks, I guess, actually really do work. You know, that that's just my belief. I know there's a lot of people talking about that too, whether, whatever. Um, but it's just, I'm glad, I'm happy that you're having these conversations. Um, do you ever prep for them or, or do you just fall into them? What do you feel?
1: I just fall into them. Somebody it's <laughs> a comment and then I just can't stay quiet anymore. Um, and I'm not actually well versed. I'm still learning so much about the Black culture and even my Latin heritage. Um, I have so much more learning to do. And every day it's like, oh, I didn't know that. Um, so, you know, also in my business, as I want it to grow, it's, I'm learning how to um, not deal with others, but what do other people want? And how can mm-hmm. I make it even more diverse? I mean, and it's so hard to make it diverse. I feel like with Raleigh Bold, because how do you, like, how do you ask people to be part of your campaign because you want to show diversity? Like,
0: I, I mean, more, I think I'm you honestly-
1: I'm not gonna yeah. say, oh, I'm looking for a a Latina who's like five feet curly hair and caramel complexion. I literally mm-hmm. just want it to be for whoever wants to be part of it. And every time I'm like, I hope people of different races and ethnicities feel compelled to show their beauty. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, it's happened that way.
0: Yeah, I think you've done an amazing job having it happen organically. And while you do represent diversity and inclusivity of all, like I was so impressed and I mentioned the first shoot um where i was a part of i was like oh my god i'm like 41 years old why does she want me and i was like and when i got there i was just so impressed and i figured it would be diverse with size and we're all different sizes different ages and different race different hair colors like i really enjoyed it and it was just so organic and natural that I never met anyone, and I don't think most people did not know each other, like you and your sister, but nobody else, I don't think, right? You just mm-hmm. met. And when really women just come together in a community and just not much of no agenda, just sitting there, chit-chatting, talking, but then all of a sudden it just grew, and mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful thing that you're pulling together this community. And like you said, it's going to happen organically because that's who you are, you know, and that's who, the energy you give out.
1: Thank you. Um, that's the goal. I honestly, it's it's nice to hear that because I can't tell unless things are actually moving. Um, this year, I wanted to be more hands-on to build the community and have events and empower others through other people's stories. Um, but obviously, COVID put a halt. Um, but you know, yeah. we're doing what we can, and we did pause a little bit on these monthly. Um, events but um i think we'll
0: pick up next month and see yeah yeah because i think diversity like um i come from long island and it wasn't super super diverse and then when i moved to new york now almost 20 years ago i think again it happened kind of organically organically for me because also I've been curious about other culture and other women and their stories and the more that I learned about the person I always take this quote from Brene Brown and she's like it's hard to hate from and I'm paraphrasing it's hard to hate close up so lean in so it's like hard for me to believe that if you actually leaned into a conversation or got to know somebody and really went into like you know that's why I like to call this beyond small talk. Um, how can you truly hate a person? Now, there's people that I've had conversations with that I don't like them, but there's no, like, hate in my heart. Does right. that make sense? You know?
1: Yeah. No, I totally get it. I grew up in California, and all of my friends were Mexican. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't diverse. And as soon as I moved mm-hmm. to New York, I have friends from, like, so many different backgrounds, religions, and California is diverse but you know I don't know it was just like the bubble that I was in I just love um I love actually experiencing diversity every day and learning from one another and if I would have stayed in that bubble how am I going to grow what am I going to learn so I think
0: yeah it feels nice learning about other people in different cultures and I saw a co-worker friend of mine jumped on and I don't know she's still there but she has taught me so so much um and it's nice to have open conversations and a little fun with it too like I understand that our topic is really super heavy all the time Mm -hmm. um, but I've also enjoyed some of the you know, joy around it and the joy of learning about someone else and the joy of like, oh my God, like light bulb in the head when I finally understood, well, you know, understood when I was first taught about my privilege um, eight, nine years ago in a room with 13 women that represented all different, um, we just represented everything. And when I was literally taught in such a loving, compassionate way, I was like, boop, light bulb went off. And I think that's what happens when you're amongst diversity um, growth, like what you said, pure and utter growth um so before we end do you have any tips you would like to share around either um your self care because a lot of these conversations like we mentioned takes a lot out of you emotionally i get a little anxiety and or um how would you like start a conversation like this with somebody or like Um, you said it just happens to you but are you willing to like start the conversation yeah
1: as far as self-care i think We just need to find whatever brings us joy and do more of that. Um, And I feel like it's okay to do whatever brings you joy right now because Mm -hmm. these are dark, uncertain times. And crying is exhausting. Feeling anxious is exhausting. Um, And honestly, just whatever brings you joy, just do some of it and don't feel guilty for it. Um, and as far as having these conversations, um, I don't know. Again, because I'm not around them often, I'm not mm-hmm. one to like bring it up. However, when I do see posts or um, interesting links that I feel like my family isn't aware of, I share them in case they're inclined to learn a little bit, even if they don't tell mm-hmm. me anything, which they never respond when I share information. So... I haven't been starting conversations, but I've been sharing information and I mm-hmm. will correct them when I feel like they're wrong.
0: Yeah. And I guess the conversation just, just can start out of you sharing. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. You could just infinitely learn about like how, I mean, the schools haven't taught you the right information. Like we have to go and search it out ourselves.
1: And because um, we don't experience it with, well, I haven't experienced it to a certain extent as black people have, um, like whatever I think would be a good solution is actually not. Um, so it's been interesting to yeah. see whatever, because I've, I've seen uh, other bigger companies post their solutions and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Then I'll read the comments and they're like, no, we need this. It's like, oh, it's interesting. Um, and then I understand why, you know, this is, to me, this might feel like something new because I haven't experienced it, but they literally live with this every single day. So what what yeah. the solution I feel like is right, you know, it's not because I don't live with this every day. I haven't lived with this for 400
0: years, so. Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your experiences and giving us some tips and tools. And again, everyone, this at Roly Bold, wearing Check Her Out, Women's Empowerment line. I love it. Thank you. Oh, you have yours too, Rise Up. I have Rise Up in Black. Thank you so much, Pam. Or follow her at Pam D. I love your handle. It's very, so so you, so cute. I love it. Um, thank you again. And check me out next week with another co-host at Beyond Small Talk, 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.